2: Good morning, everybody. My name is Layla, and you're listening to A Day of Prayer's Morning Bible Study. We're so glad you could join us this morning, but before we get into the Word, let's take a moment and pray. Lord, we just thank you for today and for another opportunity to learn more about you, Lord, to go deeper in our relationship with you, God, and be transformed more and more into your image, God. And we just thank you for your goodness and for the peace that you give us, Lord, that keeps us in the world, Lord, that... We are safe in your hand, Lord, and no one snatches us out, Lord, and the Mm -hmm. wicked one touches us not, Lord. Mm -hmm. And we thank you for your blessings and for you causing Mm -hmm. us to grow and to excel and triumph in the face of the enemy, Lord. So we just thank you for your freedom and the victory that you've given us in your name. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' name, amen.
0: Amen. Well, good morning and welcome, everybody. (laughs) Again, we're glad to have you with us as we continue to discuss the word of God together. Um, Before we get into the word though, we just ask that you, if you're especially if you're blessed, that you like this message, that you subscribe on this and any number of the platforms that you can find a day of prayer. And that you share it with someone else. Because we are all learning and growing. Not just in a knowledge of, but in a relationship with our, our Lord and Savior. And we want others to be blessed by you helping to provide, I'll say, teachings and, and ways that they can learn and grow. Not just us learning and growing, right? Yes. It shouldn't just be the people in this room, but it should be literally the whole world learning and growing, or at least having the opportunity to do so, okay?
2: Mm-hmm. You stay.
3: So,
0: that being said, let's get into the Word, shall we? And we're gonna move move forward today um we won't be as bold as we were in the first few episodes on on acts but we are going to cover acts chapter 1 verses 12 through 14 so could i get a volunteer to read that or those scriptures please i will all right charles then
3: they returned to jerusalem from the mount called Olivet, which is near jerusalem a sabbath day journey and when they had entered, they went up into the upper room there, where they were staying. Peter, James, John, and Andrew, Philip and Thomas, Bartholomew, Bartholomew, and Matthew, Bartholomew. Bartholomew. Yes, Bartholomew. <laughs> it's all right, sir. James the son of Alphaeus, and Simon the Zealot, and Judas the son of James these all continue with one accord in prayer and supplication with the women and Mary the mother of Jesus and with his brothers
0: mm-hmm. all right so we're going to pause there right if you will just those sections of scripture because it builds off of where we left off on the first three episodes right we were discussing how they had to the the disciples now apostles had to actually go and do carry out execute the instructions that the Lord had given them and now the first one was to go and wait for the promise right the Holy Spirit yes to re- had to go and wait in the city of Jerusalem to receive power from on high okay so now it says that they were doing that all right yes now um at this time I want to open up the floor so each of you can share what the Holy Spirit is speaking and ministering to you and of course to ask any questions that you have. All right? Okay. So who'd like to begin?
3: I will. Okay, first Lord is talking to me about what be Down the Lord tells us something we have to take multiple steps to do it. Mm -hmm. First, we have to fully listen to what he says to us. If we block our ears and listen halfway, then we're not going to be able to do it fully.
0: Mm
3: -hmm. And then that brings me to the next step where you have to fully do it. Mm -hmm. And you have to follow through with it. And Lord remind me of when I'm doing chores, I can't just start vacuuming then halfway through leave the vacuum there and walk off and start playing
2: <laughs>
3: i would get in trouble
2: yes you would
0: it's, amen is that a uh a self-cleaning vacuum it doesn't just go around and do the work for you no yes. okay but well, you have a you have a role and a part to play in it right yes okay and are you not blessed when the work is done and done in excellence yes okay is that not similar to how our heavenly father i'll say blesses us not that it's just about works right but our own personal lives and being do we not have a i'll say are we not encouraged and built up when we accomplish something there's a sense of accomplishment right yes Yes. but that first and foremost comes from our heavenly father being pleased or it should come from that right being pleased with us that we carried out and or fulfilled what he called us to do. All right?
3: Yes. Yes. yes.
0: Okay. What else, sir?
3: And then with the first part where you have to listen, it goes with both doing. In order to do they have to look at the Lawrence of a right perspective You can't look at him and say, well, Lord, you don't know about this inside of my life. Because if you do that, you're not trusting him fully. Mm. And you still have areas inside your life that you're not allowing the Lord to touch.
0: Okay. Anyone else? So I guess there's this question, sir. So if there's areas that you're not allowing the Lord to touch, how do we fix that? Oh, wait, you had something you were gonna share, brother?
4: Oh well it's 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 kinda of in that and it's it's a um, it's a slippery slope of a tangent that's in here. <coughs> Excuse me. And I know that we can't get into it in depth, but I'd I'd like to at least um point it out. And and we can um Speak truth to it, please. Do uh, yeah. clearly, women were included. Amen. Oh, amen. Yes. Well, there's you know there's amen. a lot of there's a lot talked. There's a specific denomination that is just coming off of convention, and it was uh, one of the biggest topics about ordaining women and women women involvement. And obviously, Kamisha is a pastor of this ministry. <laughs> um, just so many people want to, it seems, have an opinion that seems women were excluded uh, from the Bible, from uh, ministry, from a lot of things, and, and try to twist things of the Bible. And here's a clear example where the women were definitely included right there with them, mm-hmm. waiting for all these things to happen, and, and mm-hmm. would have been Amen. in the next phase that's coming, mm-hmm. would have been receiving of all that happened as well, too. Amen.
0: And, Amen. and, and let's not forget, right, um, they were also included in the leadership In the Old Testament what about Deborah Mm -hmm. Deborah was one of the judges of all of Israel so it can't be that women have to be excluded right trying to take that one scripture that Paul says which is typically what happens but then what about all the other verses where it clearly shows in this one as well that women are included And then further in the New Testament, this also talks about there being prophetesses. And there was also, I can't recall her name. I'll have to look that up and get back um, on this. But a woman who ran a church out of her home. So we have to acknowledge that. That God created them both, right? Created them, male and female. And there were roles for both. Mm -hmm. They were both, uh, and and even in the garden, they both had the same role, to tend and keep. Yes, man had, I'll say, uh, greater authority, if you will. And by that, I mean responsibility, because he came first. But they had the same role. And, And when we get down to the core of that, the role is really, each one is accountable to themselves before the Lord. And to help each other walk in what the Lord has for them to accomplish.
4: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I don't wanna get too deep into it. We could talk about this for (laughs) weeks. I just, it's it's very clear here. The women were included, they were with the group, and like I said, and what's getting ready to happen next, Mm -hmm. they are participants in all that was received in that.
1: They got an equal portion. They didn't get less of the Holy Spirit. The women did not, they didn't get a half of a tongue or, you know, just a piece of it. They didn't stand in the corner and watch. They all mm-hmm. were filled and spoke with other tongues. As, as you said, we'll, we'll get to that. Those, those important words like all.
0: All um, means all. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and as you said, my love, there were, there were other ministers, uh, ministering women that traveled with the Apostle Paul and that he spoke about, um, husband and wife team, um, in particular, mm-hmm. um, Priscilla.
0: And Akula, mm-hmm. yes. Priscilla
1: would be the wife. Amen. <laughs> and Aquila was the husband. So, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Timothy's mother and grandmother will have yes. repute um, in the scriptures. So, God is faithful. God is faithful.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, I wanted to get back to promise, right? Because he talked about we have to... Carry it out in excellence, right? But there may be areas in our lives that are not yet submitted to the Lord. So, sir, my question is how do you submit those areas that there may be struggle with to the Lord? Now, you don't have to be the only one to answer it, sir. It's, it's okay. It's, I'm just asking you first because you brought it up, but that question's open to the floor, as it were.
4: Well, one of my favorite uh, statements to make, and not on this uh, podcast, but is um, we need each other. Amen. So, first and foremost, we need each other to, to walk it out. We mm-hmm. need people alongside of us, uh, promise keepers. Um, many years ago when they were uh, a more viable organization, uh, they talked about the need for having a Paul, a Barnabas, and a Timothy in your life. Mm. And having a Paul, someone who is um, more spiritually mature than you, having a Timothy, somebody that you are, more spiritually mature than that you're pouring into their life. But the Barnabas was the really important one. That's the person who walks side by side with you, who... um, Encourages you. Encourages you, but you're also completely transparent with them. They know Mm -hmm. everything. They, they, they don't buy your own lies. They don't let you lie to yourself. They they know you in and out. They're willing to call you out in a loving way and help keep you on the right path in that. So that's, that's a big part of it is, is mm-hmm. the structure of your life to allow those things to happen because the enemy would gladly separate you so mm-hmm. they confuse you in mm-hmm. these things. But uh, we need people. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's one of the reasons why this ministry exists is we need people to help guide us and help us grow and mm-hmm. to go through uh, maturing in Christ together.
0: Mm-hmm. Amen.
1: I mean, and there is a whole body of Christ.
0: Absolutely, mm-hmm. and, and what you were describing there with you know uh, people that don't just—I'll say—how did you phrase it? Take what we say at face value. Mm-hmm. Well, you want to repeat that? <laughs> so, so if we could sum that up in one word, it's called what? True accountability. Well, yes, I, I, but I think um,
4: I would typically say this different, but I, I don't. I don't want people in my life that will cosign my own bad behavior Amen. or my own bad thoughts or my own bad desires. I, I want mm-hmm. people that are willing to, to call me out for it. Yeah, you can call it accountability, but it's, it's a deeper level that, you know, speak the truth in love. Amen. It's yes. wrapped up around that. If you love me enough and you see me doing something, that's going to cause me harm and cause me to move away from uh, a closeness with Christ and the Holy Spirit, and I, I want you to just tell me, you know, well, and, and I want to have a good enough relationship with you that I know you are doing it out of love.
0: But it's I mean, that that whole piece that you brought. Through, it's not just calling people out. How <laughs> we address the truth thing, in the love, truth. Is exactly. What,
4: what
1: he's, it's what the word says, and that's what Dean quoted as exactly. Well. Speaking, speaking the, the truth, truth in
0: love, love. and uh, there is that. Um, yeah, not just speaking the truth in love, but. It's the goodness of God that brings people to repentance, not just, I'll say, hammering them over the head with the word, right? Mm. Um, or or what's, what's been known as Bible bonking, right? Oh,
1: that's what we call it in our house. Yes. <laughs> Bible bonking. So mm.
0: it's, not, it's not just that, but it's, as you said, Dean, walking together with someone. Like, hey, this, this isn't quite right, but let's walk together and let's work this out along this journey together Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. yeah and let's just be real it's hard Mm
4: -hmm. there there are times when it's really really hard there are things that don't seem to make sense in the moment there are real hurts there are real pains there's things we go through but these comments about you know uh, pull yourself up by your bootstraps that's that's a lie yes we have to rightly account for what we hear and we think and we feel but we're not meant to do it alone Mm -hmm. Like you said just a second ago, it's the body. It's all the parts of the body that Mm -hmm. are required for the body to function well, Mm -hmm. not just one part of the body. We have Mm -hmm. to be connected to that. And the body is
1: connected. It's not disjointed. It's not the hand saying, I have no need of you, and the eyes going, I don't have a need of you. Get out of here. I'm just going to be an eyeball all by myself Mm -hmm. because then that's actually grotesque (laughs) just to see an eyeball laying on the floor all alone. It's designed to be in its proper place in the body it belongs to in the right location. An eyeball sitting in a hand is not okay. It should be in the head, right where it belongs, in the, the socket. You know, the, the mouth should be where it's designed to be. The hand should be where they're supposed to be, not on the back pretending to be wings. I mean, they go at the end of the arms. It's important. We need all of us, all of it together. Pardon my, my, my visuals, how I think about things. but
0: Well, and everything that we're discussing right now goes to verse 14, right? Acts 1, 14. These all continued with one accord. Th- that is important. It's one accord. It's not focusing on each individual, mm-hmm. it's fo- focusing on the bigger purpose and plan His will, His plan, His covenant, the thing that the Lord is doing, not me. Hmm. right? We, me, I, you, right? Each of us individually has a role, just like you were saying, honey, about the body. We have a role and a part to play and we must perform it in excellence, right? Yes. But so don't all the other parts of the body. They have a role and a function and they must operate it in excellence as unto the Lord.
1: Hmm. So, as, as we're thinking about this, let's bring these two things together that we were discussing. The fact that we need help. God is designed and desired to work through his body, to not only help the body itself, like, you know, if we can look at our, our natural human body as the scripture makes the correlation, um, when the apostle Paul is by the Holy Spirit, making that known to us, I need my hands to wash my entire body. If, you know, my knee is ailing. I need the other knee to be stronger and support so that we can walk and things of that nature. So with the fact that we need the body and we need the whole body to do its part, it's not a, when we look at Jesus as they were focusing on what the plan of God was and what mattered to him, they also were in compassion towards one another because Mm -hmm. our faith works by love. So even if I think, Lord, I'm doing your will, but I'm punching my my beloved in the eyeball in the process of that or i'm I'm devouring him with my words, am I loving God? am I actually focusing on what he said? There had to be both a focus on God and an understanding and a respect and a love and communing with my with the brothers and sisters that were there, not mine, but the 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 other people that were there that's a part of that one accordness um and what you were talking about dean the the need for the whole body to do and to fellowship together and to understand to be able to receive from another brother or sister, another part of the body when we need to be strengthened and we need to be helped. And then you, my love saying, there is accountability for you to do what God asks you to do. Mm -hmm. And, um, but all of this is to be done in love. So the Lord doesn't want us to be feeble minded and go, I can never do anything that the Lord asked me to do. You must come do it for me. Children, you hear us talk about this all the time, you know, Your hands work. Grab that spoon if that's what you need. Don't call Mm -hmm. your siblings from down, you know, from out of the room to come pick this up for you because you're unwilling to do your part. But at the same time, you're not finding fault with the other one for needing help because we are a team. We're a body. We're a system that's designed to work together. So in this being in one accord, there is both focus on the Lord, but also and love for God, but love for our neighbors as well. He said that that was the fulfillment of the law, to love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and love your neighbor as yourself. Those matter to him. They both go together, and neither one is designed to stand on its own. I love God, but I'm going to hit you, because First John tells us we're a liar if we approach things that way, right?
0: Yes. yes. Amen.
1: <clears throat> but not to go, I love the people so much I forgot about the one who sent me, because now we've denied the father. So there's room for God to do all the things that he desires and them to all have their proper place.
0: Mm -hmm. Anyone else? I do. All right, Layla.
2: Well, daddy had mentioned that, uh, the, the disciples, when they were in the upper room, they all were praying with one accord and in supplication with one another. And then you see Paul in Ephesians, um, Oh, there's Ephesians 4 and Ephesians 6. Ephesians mm-hmm. 6 in verse, let me see what it was. <laughs> verse, 19, verse 18 and 19. After Paul was talking about the armor of God, he said, Praying always with all supplication for the saints and for me. So we see that's part of our armor. Although it isn't listed as something that you put on prayer is the the big shield of faith, if you will you can't activate it you can't get and receive god's protection and his provision if you haven't asked him for it if you haven't gone to him and said lord here's here i think this is what i'm hearing from you is this correct and if it's not he'll tweak it and set you on the right path and if it is he'll give you the green light and go for it but we often I know I have in my own life neglected to do that one point. I'm thinking I've got all my armor on, but I'm missing my shield of faith that's activated by prayer. And I'm especially missing the love of God, especially when I'm in my emotion. I just want to be angry and nasty for no reason. It it doesn't work. And here with the disciples, when they were in, in Acts and they're waiting for the day of Pentecost, nobody said, oh, wait, wait, your beard's too long. You can't be in here and receive the Holy Spirit. They didn't do that to each other. They didn't push anybody out. (laughs) You don't have a beard at all because you're a lady. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be Mm -hmm. quite a scene if they did. Um, But they didn't disqualify each other. They didn't do that to one another because it's not our job to say you're fit for this one and you're not. Although there's a sense of that, like if you look at um, employers and employees in the workspace workplace you know we need these certain skills and if you don't have them it's not necessarily a good fit but when it comes to spiritual things we're not we can't tell like mommy you said that the eye saying in the hand I have no need of you or the hand saying in the eye I have no need of you because we all need each other and in Ephesians chapter 4 like the last few verses let me look at it it's twenty five. It says, Therefore putting away lying from you, speak truth to your neighbor. That was that's very important. If Mr. Dean, like you said, if um with your Barnabas, if they allowed you to buy into your own lie and just walk in a way that is ungodly, that's not real love, and you can't be in supplication and one accord with somebody like that. Mm-hmm. Um it's an impossibility so for us to receive the holy spirit and receive all that he has for us not just a small piece we have to be willing and be open for him to work all the time we can't just push him out um another one of my favorite scriptures comes from the book of proverbs which happens to be one of my one of my favorite books of the bible out of all my favorite books of the Bible. I think it's Proverbs like 26, or maybe it's 18. I'll have to go back and look at it. But it says, there is one who winks his eye and causes trouble, and speaks deceit to his neighbor and leads him in a way that's not good. That's not what we're here for. Mr. Dean, you said you wanted people in your life that would love you enough to tell you the truth. Well, the one that's leading you in a path that's not good and winking his eye is not not well. And then there have been, I have heard people twist that scripture and go, well, you're supposed to love everybody. I do love everybody, but that does not mean I have to have a relationship and join myself to that kind of behavior because it's ungodly. And then what am I doing? I'm an epistle written by God and read by all men. And if I'm saying this is how God told me to be, and I'm doing these sorts of ungodly behavior, it doesn't paint a good picture of a representation of what God truly desires. So it's important that as we look at these scriptures, that we look at it all the way and not just cut out the parts that we think sound good and that we like and leave the rest on the table. We need all the word, every jot and tittle, not just a part of it.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, as you were speaking, um, especially about Ephesians 4, uh, you mentioned verse 25, but it's really 25 through 32, that whole section in verse 27 it says nor give place to the devil All right but then it continues down mm-hmm. and in verse 30 and do not grieve the holy spirit of god by whom you were sealed for the day of redemption and then in verse 32 and be kind to one another tender-hearted, forgiving one another even as god and christ forgave you now i bring up those verses because what were they doing verse 14 or acts 1 14 These all continued with one accord in prayer and supplication with the women and Mary, the mother of Jesus, and with his brothers. It is impossible if you are focused on the Lord, if everyone there is focused on the Lord, to have bitterness and strife and envy and jealousy and all those things. If we are remaining focused on him and on his will and accomplishing that right yes which clearly they were doing because they were in one accord Mm -hmm. in prayer and supplication so they were in agreement right and in unity as in with one heart and one mind just being focused on the lord so clearly there was peace there wasn't strife there was no negative thing the holy spirit was not being grieved Mm -hmm. oh yes he had not been sent yet right that's what they're waiting for and uh in the next episode we'll cover the i'll say the timeline um if you will and there was no room no place for the for satan for the evil one to have a foothold because everyone was just focused on the lord yes they just saw lord and savior ascend to heaven but then verse 12 it says they were Returned to Jerusalem to, um, uh, in verse 13, when they had entered, they went out to the upper room where they were staying. And it lists out some people. There were more people than those that were there, but it talks about those, that core group of individuals right now. Right. But we, Christ's body, the church or his bride should be doing the same things focusing on the Lord, right? Not that we can only do it when we lock ourselves away in our, in our room and we're, we're praying and seeking the Lord. But as we go about our day, getting to the place where we understand, we recognize that we are always before our heavenly father, our Lord and our savior, we never leave his presence Right? Yes. What is prayer? It's communicating with our Heavenly Father. He said he never leaves us or forsakes us, which means he's here in our midst everywhere we go. Right? Yes. So, then why is it that we cease to talk to him as we go about our day? Why do we forget? that we are constantly in his presence. So why would we stop seeking him for the wisdom, guidance and instruction and counsel and knowledge and all the things we need to accomplish every task throughout the day? That's what they were doing while accomplishing the task he gave them, which was to wait. They didn't just kick their feet up and say, "Oh, well, you told me to sit here and and relax. I'm waiting." And they were pretty active, were they not? Yes. yes. Prayer and supplication can be very active.
1: Mm-hmm. But it can yes. also be quiet.
0: It can be quiet, but this is a group of people.
1: Hmm. And do how, we know how how long can it be quiet? In the room?
0: We do, um, and we're going to cover that tomorrow.
1: Okay, well, or the next episode. I'll say this: um, prayer is continual conversation with the Lord and commuting, staying connected. And the way God considers prayer is, is often different than what we think about as, as humans or even religious people contemplating what prayer is and what it isn't. But to God, we actually have to go by His definition. So it it isn't a matter of raised voices or quiet voices. They weren't just continually talking. And muttering the same things over and over because God has a a thing about vain repetition, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. So they were communing in fellowship and they probably went through a variety of experiences with that. They may have all been standing in a circle at one time, joining hands, and they might have sat down quietly in their corner and meditated on the Lord. They may have just been um, going about their time there and continually focusing on the Holy Spirit. I mean, on the Lord and what he said to them and in agreement with one another. I know that's all we have time for today.
0: That is true. So we're going to pause there. And with that, can I get someone to close us out in prayer, please? I will. All right, promise.
3: Lord, I just thank you for today. And I just thank you for giving us your instruction, Lord. And Lord, I also just thank you for imparting your word to us so that we can be closer and more like you, Lord. In the name of Jesus, amen. In Jesus'
0: name, amen. Amen. We love you. God bless you and have a wonderful day.
1: We hope you've enjoyed listening to A Day of Prayer's morning Bible study. This year, Pastor John and I are believing for 1,000 new partners to believe God with us and join in the work of the ministry. God is doing great things through A Day of Prayer and we want you to be a part. If the Lord has placed on your heart to partner with us, please contact us online at a adayofprayer.org, click on the menu, and select Partner complete the form and we'd love to hear from you. Thank you again. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening to A Day of Prayer. We trust the Lord that you are strengthened and encouraged in your relationship with Christ. Visit us on our website, adayofprayer.org, where you can check out our blog,